Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, when you use promo code DNVR, new customers, you can make a $5 NBA Moneyline bet, and you're going to get $200 in free bets if that team wins with code DNVR and only with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. I'm your host, Patrick Lyons. Susie will be joining us momentarily. I know she doesn't want to miss out on all the news going on in baseball. It's great having such a normal offseason here. Finally, we don't have a 99 days of unrest between the players and the front office. Uh, this is wonderful. We've got a lot to cover from everything between the Cy Young Award winners, the, the Zach Veen hype, that's real. We'll look at some of the polls that we've got on Twitter. Where do you guys stand on some of the rookies next year? But most importantly, there are 28 different names that we are going to look at as potential trade chips for the Colorado Rockies. Great article written by MLB.com that really breaks these down. The trade chips, we know CJ Crone is one of those guys for the Rockies. But what about the other 29 teams? Who's realistic? Who's not? We've got an anniversary to celebrate today as well as just general DNVR news. So it's uh, it's absolutely wonderful. We've got so much to discuss. Susie, thanks for joining us today. You know, my camera is not working, so I guess we're just doing this without a camera. It just won't connect. It's very weird. Technology does not like us sometimes. And I look like really cute today, so I'm kind of annoyed. Um, <laughs> but uh, luckily, our podcast listeners will never know the difference. <laughs> that's right. Yes, that's that's a freebie that's out there. And there's more freebies. And we'll we'll get to that, of course. Oh, my God. So many freebies. Freebies like the word <laughs> of the day right now. It is. <laughs> Justin Verlander is uh, is celebrating because he, uh, I, I assume that's you don't the have the hottest to wife on the planet. That can help. That can help. I assume that when you win an award, uh, there are there are some worlds in which if you win an, an award, you have to like actually pay to have the award created. But no, uh, Justin Verlander will be given a uh, Cy Young Award for his efforts there in the American League. Unanimous, all 30 American League voters opt for Mr. Upton here. This is incredible, Mr. Upton. I love that. Um, uh, this is incredible, too, because first of all, I mean, he's like a million years old. He's not. He's, what, 39? Coming <laughs> off of Tommy John, like, really, he could have walked away from pitching and just been, like, totally fine. Would have had, like, a lot of great things to show for it. But came back with his hot wife, went to the World Series, <laughs> was absolutely incredible. I have so much respect for Justin Verlander. Yeah, it's so impressive. That's such a great point is that if his career was over, that's a great career. You're still going to the Hall of Fame with your two Cy Young Awards, uh, several World Series appearances. You didn't get the ring, but that's you know not a, a definitive thing that you have to have. Ernie Banks, no World Series, still an all-time great. But he comes back, as you said, the first pitcher ever to not pitch one year, then turn around and win this Cy Young Award. It had never happened. Only one rookie had ever done that. Fernando Valenzuela, but he actually had pitched the previous year, um, made his debut there at 19 years old with the Dodgers. So now he has got his third, he's the 11th player in the American League, uh, to, or rather in baseball, to win three times. The 11th time an AL pitcher has been the unanimous choice. Second time for Verlander, he did it back in 2010. It's been 11 years since he's won a Cy Young Award. That's Listen, also kind of unique. You got to wonder if he ever thought he would get another one of those awards. But man, the longevity on this guy. Good for him. Good for really, him. Really impressive. Fourth AL pitcher with two unanimous victories. Clemens had two. Johan Santana, Pedro Martinez 
Uh, and you go, well, Clemens, you know, he's he's got Hall of Fame numbers. You got the steroid business going on. Pedro, Hall of Famer. We know Verlander, Hall of Famer. Je- Johan Santana, let's not forget, 2004, 2006, one of the top guys in the game. Mets gave up a lot to, to acquire him in a trade. Borderline Hall of Famer, definitely in the Hall of Very Good. You got <laughs> to rethink that when Johan Santana is in a group with those other three all-time legends. So congrats to Justin Verlander on that. Yeah, he's in good company. And congrats to Sandy Alcantara. Also, unanimous gets all 30 National League votes. 15th time this has happened in the National League. Last time, Clayton Kershaw, 11th pitcher in general in the National League to win it unanimously. And the first for the Miami Marlins to win the Cy Young Award. Yeah, I mean, I was not surprised at all by this. Um, Not surprised by the unanimous vote. This is, yeah, he was cooking all season. So congratulations, Sandy. Yeah, he was definitely that guy and wrote about it last offseason. The Marlins were dangling three starting pitchers. One of them, Eliezer Hernandez, was uh, waived. It was designated for assignment, so he's kind of dangling out there. Pablo Lopez still in the conversation right now as one of those trade chips. We will talk about him in just a second. And then Sandy Alcantara dangled. He was obviously going to uh, you know, commit commit the biggest return uh, for from another team. Now that investment is going to be a lot more to pry him away from the Marlins. Oh yeah, for sure. Oh man. Is this a transition into talking about our off-season trade chip pieces? It's it's a tease. How about it's that? Tease. It's is a, it a tease, tease or transition. <laughs> it's a game within the game. You listen to the pod, you go, is this a tease or is this a transition? Uh astute, astute uh, listeners to the DNB Rockies podcast may know the difference. Second Dominican Morton pitcher to win it in the National League. Pedro did that. Uh, and third overall to do it. My guy, Max Fried, finished in second. That was my pick. That was as close as I came. Susie got the Rookie of the Year award in the American mm-hmm. League. Nailed that. I'll take a second place. In, in more ways than one, Max Fried gets second place. Julio Urias, third. Aaron Nola, fourth. And Zach Allen finishes fifth. Surprise, he was you, did, I don't know. Uh, forgive me if you said this and I like didn't hear you say it. But yeah, this is just the second time that the winner of the NL and AL Cy Young Awards was unanimous. Very, yeah, very, very good. Uh, keen eye there, uh, Henry. Second time ever that that's ever happened. First time in the National League. First time was the year of the pitcher, 1968, Denny McLean and Bob Gibson. So that was, uh, that was, that was pretty unique. That was, that's kind of special that it was double unanimous. And I, I didn't think either guy ran away with it that much. I think they were the best. But again, anytime you've got 30 different people with, with 30 different experiences of, uh, of watching games in their hometown, um, it, you could come up with something different. So uh, that was really neat that there was a double unanimous. It's pretty cool. Double unanimous. What's better, a double unanimous or a double unique? A double rainbow is actually. A double rainbow is the, always the correct answer. <laughs> it is. That's, it was a trick question, Susie. No pop quizzes for me, but there'll be a pop suit for you later on in the show. No. Be ready. <laughs> Yes. I literally have no idea what's coming at all in this show. Uh, it's, let alone it's a hard one. Quiz. <laughs> it is a difficult one that. I met it's very, very hard. I'll say that, but it's fun. It is fun. All right. Paul Goldschmidt heart and hustle award. Uh, that was announced on Wednesday for demonstrating a passion for the game of baseball and best emb- embodying the value spirits and tradition of the game. Question to you, Susie, will he be adding another award to his trophy cabinet today? Oh, I mean, it's possible. It's possible, but yeah, today's MVP day. That's right. Yeah. He's a Happy MVP along- day to those who observe. <laughs> Be, uh, he's a finalist along with Manny Machado, Nolan Arenado. I, I think it'll be Goldschmidt, Machado, Arenado. 
But I think there's probably a better better chance than maybe most are giving for Nolan to have, to become the MVP. And I think it'll be a surprise to some people, but according to baseball reference, their version of war actually has Nolan Arenado as first in the national league. So it, it, it wouldn't totally shock me if, mm-hmm. if he won, he might've even been my vote, to be honest. I, I think there, I think there was a lot of narrative there about Goldschmidt being that guy or whatever. And I think Nolan loved saying, yeah, no Goldie's the guy. And, Everyone was kind of pointing to Goldie, almost like, yeah, we want you to win it. Nolan, you'll probably have your opportunity, but let's like, let's bump him up. In the process of all that, Nolan just continued to do what he was doing. 10th gold glove, sixth uh, straight platinum glove award as the best defender in the National League. I, I think I might have had Nolan maybe just a hair above. Yeah. I mean, is it, I mean, did he, uh, Goldschmidt get the heart and hustle because, you know, someone knew he wasn't getting the MVP, you know? conspiracy theories this is this is maybe something that could have happened who knows i like no. that i like where your head's at you know just trying to think critically i didn't know you <laughs> are you a big conspiracy theory person or not you just when it's there it's there it's like i'm not but also like sometimes sometimes i don't know if the avril lavigne now is the avril lavigne we had a, do you know the avril lavigne conspiracy theory no but she does look a little bit Left of center from the typical Avril left of center is kind of maybe what we're dealing with. No, what, what's the conspiracy? The, conspir- with that? the conspiracy is that, you know, the Avril that, you know, we've all fell in love with complicated, all of that um, actually passed away. But like, she was so anxious about like all the fame and everything that she had a body double doing like appearances for her. And the theory is that, the body double just like took over her life and has been doing Avril Lavigne things ever since. Um, and uh, I mean, if you listen to like the way she talked as a teenager versus like what her voice sounds like now, like as an adult, it's, it's very different, but like, it doesn't sound more adult. Like it sounds more high pitched. Okay. So we could have a Dave situation here to, to harken back to the great, uh, I want to say 1996 Kevin Klein vehicle where the president uh, is in a coma and they get a lookalike actor to portray him. And then he eventually falls in love with the president's wife because they already were already separated and they're just still together for show. And that's maybe the Avril Lavigne story right there. You oh my God. I mean, I've never, research. That, I've never seen that movie. So um, I just learned <laughs> that this is a you, movie. Sounds you, great. I hope it's have, on Netflix. <laughs> have you ever heard of Kevin Klein? Do you know, do you familiar with that actor? Uh, I mean, I've heard the name, but I don't know okay. where I am with him. I, yeah, I mean, he kind of hasn't done. He, he didn't really do much after a certain. I think uh, both he and his wife Phoebe Cates opted to kind of raise their family, and so he he stepped away a little bit. I think you'll find him very lovable, and you might go down a whole Kevin Klein. Uh, Just opened the Wikipedia spiral. page, so here we are. There you go. Learn about his wife Phoebe he's Cates. A, he's a Scorpio. <laughs> we all know what that means, but. Do you right now listening know what it means to be a diehard? Because oh. we're changing the game right now. It's it's all about the diehards. And us at the DNVR.com, we're going about our business a little bit differently. We are giving you even more free content than you're currently getting. So if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to this uh, on the, the podcast side, there are going to be more articles for you to consume there, more free content. And if you're already a member, if you're already a diehard, that's what you are. There are diehard levels to this. You are still getting 
15% off when you're down at the bar, 20% off all the events. Uh, you know, they, we've got the uh, Die Hard only Discord, but now you're getting 20% off merch always. Every shirt you see, you are going to get 20% off that. The events, uh, 20% off for that exclusive merchandise available only to the diehards. And on top of that, if you've got a, a yearly subscription that just automatically renews, guess what? Each year you get a free shirt. So you don't have to be new anymore. We used to say, hey, new members, if you've got an annual membership, uh, you get a free shirt from dnvralocker.com. No, now you just get that with each new year that you uh, re-enroll and you continue to stay a Denver diehard. This is just, this is exciting right now. I know we've all been so excited about this kind of revamping and restructuring of how we're doing things. I'm so excited that everyone's going to see more of our written content. I am so excited. Like these deals for being a diehard, absolutely insane. Like the bar tab alone. I'm like, I feel like maybe for me that would pay for itself. Um, Maybe a lot of other people are with me on that, but yeah, True. the merch, like the events. This is so exciting. We're all so stoked about it. It's it's literally just math. Just figure out how often you go or how much you might anticipate going, whether it's for uh, the LaCroix hockey event that's going on tonight at the bar from 4 to 8 with Milan Hayduke, Adam Foote. You can win all kinds of uh, wonderful gear. You'll still get extra raffle tickets, of course, at these watch parties uh, as well if you are a diehard. Um, but there's the World Cup coming up. So if you're, if you're coming down to the bar – Uh, to get some really good breakfast and brunch options, which are fantastic. I know you've had that, Susie. You get 15% off that as well, Mm -hmm. all throughout the World Cup. Okay, yeah, our brunch is, like, sneaky good. Like, everyone said that it was good, but then I actually tried it over the weekend. I was like, wait a second, like, my breakfast burrito was amazing. But, yeah, World Cup stuff is going to be lit at the bar. Like, it's going to be just the coolest thing ever. It's the absolute destination to watch yeah, these Rapids. games. Rapids players are actually going to be showing up, joining the, uh, the watch alongs that we we've got going on there. So it's, it's going to be the spot, all kinds of crazy good way, giveaways. We, we, as uh, Susie and I just learned about a couple of things today that uh, I didn't ask. I don't know if you were thinking the same thing, Susie, but it was like, are we eligible to win that? Like, are we, can, <laughs> can we, can we get in the mix for this thing? Cause it's, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to, it is the spot. It is the spot for the Colorado Rapids. Uh, I think we, entertainment. I think we are allowed to ask for autographs though. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we don't cover those teams, so we can, we don't cover those teams. Right. So we're allowed to ask for autographs, but I think like people are, might be walking away with like actual, like really good Rapids gear and like players are going to be there. So you can get that stuff signed. This is going to be so cool. I'm so excited for these games at the bar. Oh man, I'm so excited. I know everyone's been excited and has been buzzing about a hundred invisible threads. It's the documentary uh, about the DNVR Nuggets guys going over to Serbia and, uh, and checking everything out about Nikola Jokic's backstory. You can watch it only on Ivaca TV. Go to Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. You can sign up for only $25 a month plus the cost of the receiver. You can use promo code DNVR for even more specials on that. Uh, you can watch the trailer for right now if you want, but it is going to trigger you and, and you'll want to go and go all in besides the wonderful documentary about Nikola Jokic. Uh, whoa, that was a tongue twister. Nikola Jokic's <laughs> background. You still get some amazing coverage of Colorado sports. You get altitude sports and AT&T sports net. So yeah, nuggets and abs. There's a lot of conversation about, Oh, you can't watch them anywhere. There's all these blackouts. No, you watch it with Ivaca TV. This is your solution for that. Abs, Nuggets, DU, CSU, University of Northern Colorado, Metro State University. We've got all of that and more. Check it out. EVOCA.tv.com slash 
DNVR. And the fun slinger. Now you're getting ready. It's snowing outside today. That's why we are. Uh, that's why we're virtual, right? We're, yes. we're in our mobile studios. If you've got a Never Summer snowboard, you're going to be really excited to know that Breck Brew is actually paired now uh, with Never Summer snowboards to release their newest beer, the Fun Slinger Lager. One word. It's light. It's crushable. It's perfect balance. Not too hoppy. Not too malty. Uh, great for a day after the slopes or just hanging out at the DNVR bar. Check out the beer locator at www.breckbrew. Dot com to find a fun slinger near you in fun the chat to me sounds like it could be like a german curse word that's what i was saying that was like my bit at the um uh, um friendsgiving party we had on tuesday night i was like doesn't this funschlinger well if you pronounce it that way right yeah it, uh while we're talking about conspiracies here here will does point out that uh, did you know obviously you know jose canseco did you know he has a twin brother I, I didn't realize that. And, um, this, I've never heard this conspiracy theory. Um, have you heard this Patrick? Cause you kind of know everything. So, <laughs> I don't know everything. Don't, don't put those. It's a good rumor. seems like it would be a good rumor, but don't put that out there. Um, I don't know that they've, uh, have, have pinch hit for one another, but what they have done. So they're twin brothers. Uh, Ozzy did play in the major leagues. He, he does kind of look like a bootleg version of Jose Canseco. But Jose, in his post-playing career, has done some interesting things. Uh, he's 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 kept his beat clean, like he's not doing Yasiel Puig, Puig, Puig Rose stuff. <sighs> but he is like boxing, you know, twenty-year-old kids, uh, mm-hmm. uh, all kinds of weird things. And so he's shown up to signings, or someone has shown up to signings, looking like Jose Canseco, exactly like Jose Canseco, you might as well say, but with different tattoos. Uh, that would be Ozzy. So yeah. uh, there are there. It's almost the exact same Avril Lavigne cons- conspiracy. I guess I think again, people are, are are learning about sports. They're learning about Jose Canseco and saying, well, maybe that also happened to Avril Lavigne. Maybe Let's find out. We're gonna have to do a whole episode on baseball conspiracy theories. Now that oh, like yeah. now that we're talking about this, I would love to do a deep dive into this. Well, what's not a conspiracy is that the line on. Zach Veen hype has moved. The venometer? The venometer has gone up 50 whole percent. We are now at 15%. There's a 15% chance now that he will be on the opening day roster. Why? Yesterday's guest, go back and check that out with Kevin Henry. That was a good conversation, either as a podcast or on the DNVR Sports channel on YouTube. He pointed out that the two guys who won the rookie of the year here, Julio Rodriguez, Michael Harris, the second, they both only played in double A before they were in the majors. Uh, Harris, the second, uh, was, was in double uh, A. Oh, shoot, I, I forgot what their double uh, A affiliate is. They're, they're all in that same general region. It isn't Gwinnett. Uh, maybe not it was Gwinnett, yeah. Macon. No, not Macon. Anywho, I need to know. I'm killing myself right now. I like double I need A, to right? Know they're double A. Um, um, it's the, they're just, the double A team is just the Mississippi Braves. Mississippi, that's right. Great name there, right? Great branding. Gosh, just, um, you know, we know, we know who they belong to. <laughs> I don't know what city they're in. That bothers me now too. That's a state. Um, they are in um, not Huntsville. That's Rocket Pearl, City. Pearl, Mississippi, which is a suburb of Jackson, Mississippi. Ah, there we go. The capital of Mississippi mm-hmm. that explains why there's not a Jackson team anymore. Uh, so digressing. <laughs> Those guys were double. Julio Rodriguez had never played in AAA. Michael Harris second never played in AAA. So. Ergo, guys with those similar skills, don't the Rockies need a, a left-handed bat with power that can get on base, that can maybe play a little bit of center field? Sounds like Zach Veen to me on the opening day roster. 15%. Yep. 
this is this logic of yours is crazy but i'm kind of on board the idea that like yeah no maybe triple a is just we we need to skip it for our best dudes yeah. <laughs> i love it i love it i love it <laughs> he's on the drew goodman podcast today that just dropped he uh, discusses why he's fearless. Fearless is the word that describes him, which is amazing. Uh, what's the other sport that uh, he could have pursued and why he wears the number 13. It's actually for Alex Rodriguez. Found that to be very interesting. Int- uh, not for Taylor Swift. Oh, I hate that for him. Uh, and he said he was glad the Rockies have never won a world series because he wants to be a part of that first team. This is the guy, Zach V. Okay, I like that mindset. I like that attitude. And mindset is so important, and I'm very into this. All right, I'm on board. I'm on board with the 15% on the venometer. There we go. All right, retweet report. New brief segment here. Oh, my Our gosh. <laughs> of Twitter just invented that. Retweet, retweet report. Easy for me to say. Which Rockies rookie has the best chance to win the National League Rookie of the Year Award in 2023? Michael Tolley and Sean Bouchard combined for 15%. Zach Veen got 32% and the winner with 53%. Ezekiel Tovar, that's where my money would be this year on a Rockies rookie. Interesting. I feel like, so I love Sean Bouchard. I feel like he flies under the radar so much. That I feel like even if he had like the most amazing season, like he would just, he would continue to fly under the radar. He's like a, he's just like our, our sneaky little fave. He's like an, if you know, you know, kind of guy. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Very true. Uh, <laughs> do we, uh, we also, uh, we, this wasn't a poll, but uh, maybe, you know, the answer to this, Susie, mm-hmm. why the hell was Manny Machado hanging outside of Coors Field a couple days ago? Okay, yeah, so this was probably, like, a week ago at this point, I think. But, like, yeah, there was a picture of him, like, super blurry and zoomed in. But, like, has to be him. I don't know. I have no idea why. Do you know why? I don't know. Uh, It was suggested out there by someone. Maybe the Padres could be trading him to the Rockies along with $50 million. But (laughs) not a reliable source. Can't confirm that. Can't confirm that. Um, that's, that, That's a trade that never happens. Yes. No, no. Right. You never never give up a third baseman with those skills and then give up that kind of money. Anyway, uh, we also have a poll about uh, in five years, where, uh, what will the Oakland athletics be known as Oakland A's actually finished second at 15.7%. Nashville A's was, was just behind that Uh, tops Las Vegas athletics, Las Vegas A's at 66.3%. No one really was convinced uh, they're going to move to Montreal, but uh, people, people are thinking Las Vegas could be the spot for them in five years from now. I am not in agreement with the majority. I, I right now, I still truly believe they're going to stay in Oakland. I think they're going to make it happen. Um, but yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. I'm still on the edge of my seat trying to see what's going to happen with this team. Yeah, I, I hope that's the case. Uh, we also had discussed last week after the Sam Hilliard trade, mm-hmm. how many more trades would GM Bill Schmidt make this off season? Do we have an uh, over under the, the, the numbers were really close. It was no, none more uh, mm-hmm. one, two or three or more, three or more actually received the most votes. Uh, two trades was right after that. And we, we got a, we got a Nolan trade on the books for the Rockets. <laughs> so if you selected zero, you're already out. We're already at one since the Sam Hilliard trade. I think now you probably got to think, ah, there's going to be at least one more. Probably should have went with a three or more trade option on that one. Would uh, you still, do you feel confident in that? Do you, do you agree with the, uh, 
the the electing public? You know what? I think I think we're gonna get two more trades. I think okay. they won't be like you know crazy trades, but there's gonna be there's gonna be a couple. I think there's gonna be a couple more. That's my that's my prediction. I like that. Yeah, no blockbusters, but no blockbusters. This uh, we got an anniversary today. What's, an what anniversary is this the anniversary today. of? Thirty. You know, I like celebrating weird anniversaries. Yes. This one's not weird. This is thirty. This is nice. You go. Wait a minute. Rockies came about nineteen ninety three. What could have happened in nineteen ninety two at this time? It was the nineteen ninety two expansion draft. This is where the Rockies got thirty six. Excuse me. Yeah, thirty six players to kind of build the 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 base, the foundation of their team. And it's it's so interesting to think about how an expansion draft gets made because. This is almost uh, an exercise I'm sure you would probably want to do on the show uh, one day this offseason, Susie, because how an expansion draft goes essentially is Mm -hmm. teams are allowed to protect a certain amount of players. Teams could only uh, protect 15 players on that uh, the expansion teams to draft. So you go, who would those 15 guys for the Rockies be? That's a fun conversation. Oh wow! Yeah, expansion draft. Uh, only one like player could be drafted. Only one player could be drafted from each team uh, in each round. Uh, Twenty-six picks, of course. So one uh, per team each round. At the end of each round, National League teams could protect uh, an additional three players. AL teams could protect an additional four. So it wasn't necessarily even like your best three players would get drafted. Uh, minor league players could get drafted too. The general managers at the time, Bob Gebhardt, formerly of the Twins, and the Marlins general manager, Susie, Dave Dombrowski. No way. The Marlins, yep, won two World Series there. Uh, won one uh, recently with Boston uh, in 2018 and nearly won it again for the Philadelphia Phillies in 2022. Wow. He's been around for a while. <laughs> He's been around. <laughs> <laughs> For a hot minute, that Dave Dombrowski. There was a future Hall of Famer drafted that day. There were 10 future All-Stars taken, including one who ended up hitting 320 career home runs, that being Vinny Castilla. Bob Gephardt said that they had raided Atlanta. They grabbed three players from Atlanta. That included uh, the first overall pick in the expansion draft, David Mead, who ended up starting on opening day for the Rockies in 93, Armando Reynoso, and shortstop, then shortstop, Vinny Castilla. Now, you're going to love this, Susie. Rockies took three catchers. They took four total. But three of their catchers ended up going on to become managers. That's weird. Eric Wedge, Brad Ausmus, Joe Girardi. Oh, that is wild. Just weird. I like that. Uh, Rockies draft. Do you know the name Kevin Reimer, Susie? I'm not ringing a bell. You shouldn't uh, because they drafted him and then quickly traded him to the Milwaukee Brewers for Dante Bichette. That's a good trade. That's a good trade. That's that is a good a trade. Tra- that is like, that is, uh, wow. One Talk about winning the trade. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely a steal. Trevor Hoffman was the Hall of Famer selected in this. Uh, he was taken by the Marlins uh, out of the red system. So that's where he made his debut. The Marlins was traded soon after that uh, for Gary Sheffield. But uh, he joins Hoyt Wilhelm as the only Hall of Famers ever taken in an expansion draft. Wilhelm was 46 years old at the time uh, and didn't even actually play for the Royals uh, when he was drafted. So that's, again, that's like a rarity. So when we have expansion in a couple years, anybody that gets taken, you go, there's no way these guys are going to be Hall of Famers because they're discarded, right? They're not wanted by their teams in a sense, right? Yeah, I guess so. 
Um, speaking of not wanted by their teams, I know this is a little uh, back to what we were talking about before, but Jake said that he is a deep fear the Dodgers are going to non-tender Bellinger and the Rockies are going to sign him and call that good for the offseason. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, his name is out there. I mean, there, there are three center field type left-handed bats uh, being uh, available that are out there. Not Bellinger yet. Uh, we're going to wait and see. I think we might have another week or so until that deadline uh, where uh, players need to be designated for assignment or really tendered a contract. You'd be non-tendered basically saying, yeah, we don't want to pay the uh, approximately $18, $19 million that Cody Bellinger would, uh, would make in arbitration. So they, they non-tender him a deal. And if the Rockies want that contract, they can do that. They can negotiate with Kevin Kiermaier, or they can pay a somewhat exorbitant price for a guy like Brandon Nimmo, whose price is probably going to be, I'm not going to say out of the Rockies price range, but uh, if they afford him, they afford to bring him in over what uh, his asking price is, you know, that's going to put a hampering on the payroll going forward. So I, I don't know that Brandon Nimmo is a fit for those reasons. I could see Ballinger for one year at 18 plus million dollars for the Rockies in center field. That's possible. That's very possible. Yeah. Um, oh, Ethan wants to know, would that be a horrible move with Zach Veen coming up? Uh, great question, Ethan. It's, uh, I, I wouldn't call it horrible. There's an adage in baseball. There's no such thing as a bad one year deal. And so even if Cody Bellinger is making $18 million, it's one year you're done. Uh, Zach Veen would still, even if he comes up next year, which we very much expect for him to do, boom, he's still got you know uh, six plus uh, or six more years of, of club control. So uh, those are they're really just going to be passing ships in the night. So it could be a good short term solution for the Rockies. So that, that that's not going to block Zach Veen. That's that's one of those things. Chris Bryant, okay, he's out in left field, and you go, well, that takes up one of the three uh, outfield spots away from some of the young guys that are in the system that make you worried. But after this season. Um, We'll wait and see if Charlie Blackman gets an extension, uh, short extension. Uh, but after this 2023 season, Charlie Blackman is, is a free agent. Probably uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up. Then, you know, eventually that that leaves the door open for Chris Bryant to maybe transition to a DH role. So even then, still, you can still have three wide open spots in the outfield. So uh, Rockies have that kind of flexibility right now where the future is bright and uh, there's really nobody blocking the pathways for those guys uh, to take a spot in the outfield, infield, uh, or, or just about anywhere. It's a non-concern right now. You know how I feel about the idea of Bellinger with the Rockies, of uh, Cody Bellinger living in Colorado. <laughs> it's, yeah, he might be, he's going to need a personal driver, uh, <laughs> personal escort everywhere he goes just to make sure. Yeah, keep, keep him out of trouble. He doesn't get in trouble, we'll say that, but uh, he might have a, a hard time. How many times is he going to walk into the visitor's clubhouse you know, and being there for like 45 minutes before he realizes, oh, wait, I'm in the wrong dressing room. These are the <laughs> wonderful moments that I am that I am absolutely here for, Susie. So I uh, would, now I sort of hope it happens. I, 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 I'm kind of shipping it just because I think it would be the most hilarious thing to happen to us in a long time. Oh, very. That would be that would be very funny. But he's got a good style about him. And I know. Uh, he would very much, I'm sure, welcome the the idea of getting decked out in some pins and aces apparel. They're the official golf apparel partner of DNVR. Love them. They're a Colorado company, right? They're, they're a business based right here in the Centennial State, family owned. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, 
even our favorite beer sleeve. It is an innovative product that allows you to store seven cans together, put it in your beer bag, keeps your drinks cold the entire round. Check them out at pinsandaces.com. Make sure you use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. You know, Athletic Greens is the big thing that we've, we've been pumping because, frankly, we pump it into our systems each and every day. I yeah, literally we use do. this every day. <laughs> literally. It's it's fantastic. That's that's how I start my day. That's uh, that's almost like my warm cup of coffee that makes you feel good inside. Athletic Greens does that for me, and, and I don't need my coffee for a good hour and a half two hours into the day gives me a little bit of that clarity since it's filled with 75 high quality vitamins, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, minerals, and adaptogens that gets me starting my day off the right way. It's just one scoop, throw in some water, boom, drink that. And you are good with that gut health to make it easy. Athletic greens is going to give you a free one year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Rockies. The full word again, athleticgreens.com slash Rockies to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. If you need a little bit of financial insurance for yourself, hey, DraftKings Sportsbook could be the way to go, especially since they're going to give you $200 in free bets if you place a $5 NBA money line bet and it wins for new customers. Got to use code DNVR when you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. They got the stepped up same game parlays, which allows you to boost your winnings up to 100%. It's fantastic. You can opt in all the time with those stepped up same game parlays. Payouts are bigger than ever. DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA and other sports like the World Cup. We're getting hyped for it. We can still say World Cup if we're just talking about the World Cup as far as the World Cup goes. Exactly. For journalism purposes, we're allowed to talk about the World Cup, but not for like events at the bar purposes. That's when it's the Global we, Chalice. That's it. And we will be having Global Chalice events relating to the soccer season. Yes. SZN. <laughs> that's how it goes. But don't use SZN on DraftKings Sportsbook. That doesn't mean anything. Use code DNVR so that again, you can make any $5 NBA money line bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with promo code DNVR. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Susie, let's talk about some of these players. Cody Bellinger is, he's a trade candidate. He could be out there. Uh, Dodgers still, you know, uh, control his contract. So he could be one of those players. Uh, that could possibly get uh, dangled out there. Will Myers is a free agent. Uh, so we'll sort of wait and see what happens with that. But here's some of the players that MLB.com, they uh, they they went out to all their writers and said, all right, from your team, who's going to be that trade chip? CJ Crone was, of course, the Rockies trade chip. Mm -hmm. For the Rays, it was G-Man Choi, already traded, uh, shipped over to the Pittsburgh Pirates. Mm -hmm. These are names that are too pricey. And they're great players. Don't get me wrong. And, and there's going to be a couple on this list that you're going to go, but I want them. I want them. You may have to give up some top prospects for three years of, of team control, and it just really may not be worth it. Too pricey. Makes no sense. We've got Danny Jansen, catcher from the Blue Jays, right-handed pitcher Corbin Burns from the Brewers, third baseman Raphael Devers from Boston, Lucas Giolito of the White Sox, Sean Murphy, another catcher with that bodacious bottom of his from the Oakland Athletics. Yeah. Brian Reynolds of the Pirates and catcher Luis Camposano. All great players. All would make the Rockies better. What do the Rockies have to give up to acquire these players? Far too much than I think they're really ready to give up. 
Yeah, I mean, the Rockies really are, they tend to be not ready to give up very much. Um, I love Corbin Burns. I'm a Corbin Burns guy for sure. And uh, I I would love that. that. I feel like that's an underrated piece of the trade market that I feel like we haven't talked about enough yet. Because we, yeah. we need that pitching. <laughs> yeah, he would be tops on my list um, from there. Because again, you can't have enough, enough pitching. I mean, any, either of the catchers would uh, also be fantastic. Again, doesn't necessarily block the road for Drew Romo, who still might be a little bit more than a year away, but this bridges that gap. Again, are the Rockies really going to be competitive in 2023? Like, they're going to try to be, but are they ready to really start pushing their chips towards the middle of the table, or are they going to wait more for 2024, really 2025? If so, it might not make sense to even go after these guys who have a year or two left on their deal Therefore, you're acquiring giving up prospects that are going to contribute in the future, and you're going to get a player that makes you better in a season now that may not mean anything. It doesn't yeah. make too much sense, does it? No, no, it really doesn't. But yeah, some of the names on this list, Patrick. Yeah, I mean, again, all really good players. Ian Happ of the Cubs, Max Kepler, outfielder with the Twins, uh, D.H. Marcelo Zuna mm-hmm. of Atlanta. He, uh, he played a little bit of outfield, but he's a D.H. at this point. Uh, right-handed pitcher Pablo Lopez, as we discussed from Miami. First baseman Luke Voigt of the Nationals. First baseman Reese Hoskins, final year before he goes into free agency with the Phillies. Outfielder Tyler O'Neill, only two years left uh, on his deal from St. Louis. Joey Votto from Cincinnati. And, yeah, there he is, Cody Bellinger of the Dodgers. Only one year left before he reaches free agency. You know, again, you could get lightning in a bottle, and if you pay him one year, $18 million, Okay, that that's fine. Again, you're not blocking anybody. Maybe he even has a career year, and then maybe you give him a qualifying offer at the end of next season. That brings in a draft pick for you. That's that's a great uh, low risk, high reward kind of deal for the Rockies next season. Yeah, I'd be down for it. Yeah. All right. Well, you text Bill Schmidt and let him know that that's the good idea. One eight hundred Schmidt happens. Anyone can call if you can leave your message on there. Uh, it's fantastic. Anyone can do it. Now, these guys, I think the Rockies very much could acquire these five players, but I don't know that it moves the needle enough. I don't know that you're getting much of an upgrade, shorter contract, guys. It, uh, again, we've got a, a year to two year window where you know they're going to try to contend, but it's, I don't think that window of contention is really going to start until 2025. So you've got to be careful how, how much you give up. If you can get these guys on the cheap, I think it makes a lot more sense. Outfielder Anthony Santander of Baltimore. Center fielder Michael A. Taylor from Kansas City. Joe Adele, outfielder with the Angels. Catcher Mitch Garver of the Rangers. And then shortstop Ronnie Mauricio of the Mets. Frankly, he's he's blocked by Francisco Lindor, so he's a good young prospect. Mm-hmm. But we already have one in Ezekiel Tovar. So, again, great player. Is he going to play second base? Now you got to make another trade for Brendan Rodgers. It could get complicated. But those guys I could see – Possibly in purple pinstripes. You know what? Uh, I like Santander a lot. Um, he's Venezuelan yeah. too. Um, so I, I've, I have a story. When I was in Baltimore, he was in the outfield for the game that I was at, and there were these like two guys next to me, buddies. One of them was Venezuelan, but he was like yelling very specific things that like only someone from Venezuela would get and it was hysterical because he kept turning around and like interacting with us so he was a he's a lot of fun and also like we have a lot of venezuelans so like i that would be a fun fit just like personality wise 
Yeah, I think he's somewhat of a fan favorite. There was there was something uh, I don't know if like that was like the moment. You might have been there for that moment, but I can remember early last season, something happened, and then the fans were just like, "This is the dude, great guy, good ball player too." But they really rallied around Santander, so mm-hmm. uh, that that could be a, a fit for the Rockies. Now these guys here, seven players. I think the Rockies could realistically get Aaron Hicks has a few years left on his deals. Best days are behind him. Yankees are going to pick up some of his contract. I think he could be a viable option for them in center field, starting pitching, as we know, right-handed pitcher, a starter for the Cleveland Guardians, Zach Plezak, relief pitcher and 2021 all-star closer for the Tigers, Gregory Soto. Right-handed pitcher Forrest Whitley, his value is down a little bit, former prospect. And then the next three guys I want to talk a little bit more about, Marco Gonzalez from Fort Collins with the Seattle Mariners, left-handed starter, outfielder Jake McCarthy of the Diamondbacks, and Mike Yastrzemski, yes, that is the proper spelling, of Yaz's last name, of the San Francisco Giants. He has three years left of team control. Susie, if you had to pick one player from this group, who are you getting in Bill Schmidt's ear about and saying, Go get this guy. Oh, Yastrzemski for sure. Because also yeah. he he's a Coors killer. So having him at Coors all the time on our side, on the right side of the transaction, that would be that would be a lot of fun. I would love to see him in the purple pinstripes. Yeah, he he's almost tied. I think I think with Marco Gonzalez, I think Yastrzemski would probably uh, fare a little bit better. His contract's also a little bit cheap, cheaper. I think he's uh, just entering the first year of arbitration this year, whereas. Gonzalez is is owed close to something like $19 million over the next two years. But you like that that Colorado vibe coming in there. Yeah, it also has a third-year option. But two left-handed Colorado natives, Marco Gonzalez, Kyle Freeland, that'd be a cool, cool story for the rotation for sure. That would be cool. I, I would like that too, in theory. In theory. Jake McCarthy was really impressive late in the season with Arizona. They've got a ton of outfielders right now that uh, almost too many. So he's been a name that's obviously been floated out there. I was really impressed with him. Left-handed bat, just like Yastrzemski, can play a little bit of center, just like Yastrzemski. The interesting thing, though, as 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 little as the Rockies would have to give up for a Jake McCarthy and Yastrzemski, it's something. But as as doable as that is, I think there's almost little to no chance that happens, simply because, Susie, the last time that the Rockies made a trade with the Diamondbacks, was 2012. It's been a decade since these two teams have linked up. And that's a long time as we <laughs> as we know. <laughs> that's crazy long. And they're pre- and that was Matt Reynolds for Ryan Wheeler for the hardcores that remember that one. Um, but the previous one was in 2003. So basically we're going on two trades in 20 years. With the Giants, that's almost even more rare. Their last deal was also in 2012. Marco Scudero for Charlie Culberson. That was also uh, really before the 2021 trade deadline when they shipped off Michael Givens. Other than the Troy Tulowitzki deal, that Marco Scudero trade in 2012 was the last time the Rockies had ever sold off at the trade deadline, waved the white flag and said, hey, let's see if we can bring something back. But the Rockies and Giants have only made four trades in the history of their two franchises. That's crazy. So. You don't trade in division, apparently. No, no, because we, God forbid, get beat by any of these teams. God forbid. Yes. God forbid. Well, it just sounds like maybe maybe we're doomed. Maybe we're doomed. 
True. Yeah. Yeah. New leadership in office there. And but we we were talking before recently this concept of if you make a trade with the Dodgers and you go, oh, you don't want to make the Dodgers better like that matters. If you can get better yourself, you make that trade. It's called a win win trade. Yes. Maybe one team will will come out on top and say, oh, they got a little bit more out of that transaction. But if you win, if you make your team better, right, because you've got someone who maybe is a problem or uh, maybe is making more money than you want to spend. So you want to save some uh, some bucks allocated differently that can still very much be a win so uh i don't know that we'll ever see another rockies dodgers trade in our lifetime (laughs) (laughs) but that can be uh kind of wild other little pieces of news that have uh, just come out on thursday shohei otani is all elite no he's on team japan for 2023 he's in that's really exciting news um uh yeah, that is really exciting. I mean, obviously, we love Shohei. I, I'm rooting for his success on Team Japan because I know he does not have that success on Team Los Angeles Angels. No, no, he does not. Yeah, I think there's there's a lot of big names in this year's tournament. There's always, there always is, but I think because it's going to be six years since the last version in, in 2017, obviously the pandemic you know, uh, d- disrupted that calendar. So I think MLB is like, man, we, we got to keep this thing alive and we need our best stars going out there and playing. Uh, and, and they've got their guy now. We just got to have to wait and see if maybe Aaron judge will be on team USA. Cause I don't think he, uh, he's on, I don't think he's all in just yet. I don't think he, I, I haven't heard that he's all in. So <laughs> yeah, there's a couple world baseball classic teams training in Arizona. So if you're going down for the Arizona fall league to get on the Zach Veen hype train, cause this could be his time. If he does what Ezekiel Tovar did last mm-hmm. year, oh boy, man, that uh, Venometer is going to go through the roof. <laughs> team, team Canada, uh, they're going to be in Mesa training at the Cubs facility. Great Britain are in Maryville with the uh, Brewers facility. Team Columbia also in Mesa, but at the at Hohokam Park where the Oakland Athletics train. Mm-hmm. Team Mexico are going to be in Scottsdale at Salt River Fields on the Arizona Diamondback side, but they will be right there. That will be cool to see. And Team USA also in Scottsdale, in San Fran- in the San Francisco uh, part of Scottsdale there at uh, at Scottsdale Stadium. So that'll be cool. I'm excited for that buzz. That is exciting. Also, like just hearing, like, I'm like, oh, I'm so excited for the World Baseball Classic. I'm so excited for spring training. And yeah, they'll, they'll be here before we know it. Very true. MLB investigators might be kicking down the doors of uh, the New York Mets. I don't know if you heard about this story. We're, we got uh, some time before we learn a little bit more information. Potentially some tampering with Aaron Judge. Nothing major. It's it's potential because it's very hard to prove that if you make a comment such as uh, as it was reported by SNYTV.com that, yeah, you know what? We're, we're not, not going to really get into the Aaron Judge market, so there's really going to be no competition between us, the Mets, and the Yankees. You go, well, now wait a minute. That's... It doesn't drive his price up. That drives his price down just a little bit. That's a very hard thing to prove, but those are the kind of statements that you really can't say. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, I feel like it's a fine line, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Very true. And uh, I know Jim Crane made some comments about Justin Verlander that were on that line, but he basically said, Hey, Justin Verlander is looking for that Max Scherzer deal uh, that we pretty much had, had discussed last week is that, I think he he's still looking to raise the bar, saying if that's what Scherzer got, I want to top that. I want to be the pitcher of this generation, and I'm going to do it with my next really big contract. That's not saying that he's not going to be in on that, just that that's what his market is looking at. So 
Uh, I don't think that will be investigated. The Texas Rangers have been named hosts of the 2024 All-Star Game. Susie, you like that stadium, I think, right? I, I I do. I think it is a, I've said this before so many times, that stadium is a modern marvel. You, it's a, it's a dome, but it doesn't necessarily feel like you are inside. It has so much great natural light. Um, uh, the mechanism that opens the dome is also just like an absolute masterpiece. <laughs> this, um, I, I love that stadium a lot. It's one of my favorites. I can't remember from the 2020 playoffs. Does the ball carry really well, or is it just carry true? I'm, I'm curious I mean, if they can do have- something to pump up the Derby. You have to remember that I was watching the Rangers play, so um, <laughs> I don't have Ouch. enough evidence. <laughs> Ouch! That's wow. a tough one. Wow! So, all right, well, we're we're gonna I'm gonna put you on the spot here now, Susie. Okay. Pop Sus. Pop Sus. I have no idea. I did not know this was coming until just right before the show. Can, can make. What do you think this could possibly even be about? It's I have- it's on topic, on topic adjacent, but it's it's on topic ish. Knowing your brain, I just know that I have no clue what's coming for me right now. All right, this is hard. And 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 the reason why it sparked something in my brain is because I was like, I, I don't know that I would do very well at this slash I find it to be informative. I just I find it to be just curious. What I will do, Susie, is I'm going to name a national sports writer, right? It's it's the uh end of year award season. Uh-huh. So boom, we're talking about um, we're talking about MVP, Cy Young. We're going to find out tonight who it is. And they're national writers, but they have a chapter. They have a city that they are from, right? I, yeah. I didn't know where most of these were. I was surprised by some of these. Some I saw and I go, oh, I, I think I know where they're from. And, and I did. But for the most part, nope, I had no idea. So for example, if I said to you, Thomas Harding, everyone would know. All right. He's a Colorado writer or Colorado chapter member. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's start with this one. John Heyman. This was the guy I think that sparked it for me. Cause I go, Oh, I didn't know he was from this chapter. Where, where, where would you think John Heyman is from what chapter? Oh my gosh. I don't know. It's probably somewhere super random, like Ohio. It, it, it's random to me. I did ask somebody this and they, they got it. I don't know how they knew it. I thought originally New York, he's Miami. He's Miami. Interesting. I learned that. I just learned that. Uh, are you familiar with Maury Brown of Forbes? He mostly does like financial stuff. Um, he pops up once in a while on the feed. Uh, yeah. Not, not terribly familiar, but. He's. All right. Where Where do you think a financial guy is from? Or maybe maybe Forbes is from this city. Maybe that makes sense. I don't know. I'm not I sure mean, where Forbes. When I think of. Like, I mean, I know like. Forbes is, you know, headquartered in New York City, but also like that's what I would have guessed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Seattle guy. Hmm. Okay, all right. Here we go. You, you know these people. Tom Verducci of Sports Illustrated. What's his chapter? What is his chapter? I told you this is hard. This is. I don't know where these people live anymore. <laughs> exactly. It's almost like where did they start out before they became national? And I did again. I did not know most of these myself interesting yeah i i don't know where new york new york guy on the yankee side uh do you know dan zimborski of fangraphs or zips fan he's he's not necessarily national again he's national in the nerdy sense if you're if you're into the nerdy stuff uh in in baseball he's he is from one of those random ohio places oh my gosh uh, <laughs> and it's not ohio 
No, I said he is from one of those random Ohio places. Oh, he is. You got a 50-50 shot. Um, I'm going to say, I feel like it's Cincinnati. There we go. You got one. I Let's got go. one. This is In the, the hardest most, quiz. This is hardest the most random, time. dumbest quiz ever. Give me more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the compliment. Uh, Keith Law of The Athletic, the prospect guy, Claw. Oh, wow. I was thinking maybe you would know it immediately. Um, I don't know I mean, it at all. Don't. So that's a hint that you would have known it immediately. Is it Philly? Two in a row. Okay. There we go. <laughs> there we go. All right. Marley Rivera of ESPN. Um, uh, oh, good I question. Going three. I think you're going three for three on this one. Um, uh, uh, New York. Yeah, yes, you got it. That, that was literally, that was the only one that I knew. I knew Dan Zimborski too. I just threw him in. Um, cause I talked to him last year, but Marley Rivera was the only one that I put on there. I was like, okay, I knew this one. Actually, there's a couple more you might know too. All right. You're doing, you're doing really well now. All right. John Paul Morosi, AKA sometimes he just goes by John Morosi. Or sometimes JP. Or sometimes JP Morosi. No? Yes. Yeah. Man of many names, many initials. Um, uh, oh, good question. I didn't know this. And, but when you go on his feed, you do see that he, he loves supporting uh, his local college there in Ann Arbor. <laughs> so Subtle he, he a Detroit guy. <laughs> oh my God. You are running it now. Yes. Four to four. Oh, thank you for feeding that one to me. All right. Now I'm going to put pressure on you. Say so you have to get this one. Mm-hmm. Jason Stark of the athletic. Um, <laughs> uh, I thought maybe you may have read him growing up. So, I thought um, Oh, he's, is he a Philly guy? There we go. You got okay. it. Uh, this one, I definitely didn't know. It feels familiar, but uh, Jeff Passan of ESPN. Where the heck are you from? Where is he from? Right? He's such a mystery. I find this interesting. I find this interesting. You got to tell me. <laughs> All right. Kansas City. I go, oh, maybe, maybe. I think you I had written for like the Kansas City Star or something. I didn't, I didn't know that. This I one, didn't know that at all. This one I knew at, at some point. Again, I, I, but I, if you had asked me, I, I don't know if I would have gotten it. Bob Nightingale of USA Today. Is he He's an Ohio guy? The news. I do get Ohio vibes. I think his son actually, Bobby Nightingale Jr., Oh, is that, Cincinnati. That's what I'm confused. I'm giving you a half point. I'm giving you a half point for that one. I okay. I knew one of them was an Ohio guy, um, but no, that's we're half point. Yeah, he he is Arizona. Interesting, right? Okay, uh, last two. Tim okay. Kirchner of ESPN. Oh, I feel like I should know this. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, maybe, maybe Baltimore. If I had to give you a second guess. Oh, DC. Yeah, Washington. There okay. you go. Six and a half points. You're you're already over fifty percent here. Okay. Last one. Ken Rosenthal of everything. He's of everything. he's of everything fan. Yeah. I, I, yeah. He is all over. Um, uh, I feel like Ken Rosenthal it was never born or came from somewhere. He just is. Benjamin Button. I think he has Benjamin Button disease, but that's he's a got, good disease He's got to have. big Benjamin Button energy for sure. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, uh, <laughs> I've guessed Ohio too many times. 
where's this guy from? I'm going to guess. Get, just throw a city out. New York. That's probably where I would have guessed too. He's also yeah. from Washington. Oh. So it, it, I, I found this to be interesting because I'm like, oh yeah, where's their home base? How often do they actually go there? Uh, probably not too much. I don't know that Jeff Passon is going to Kansas City to break all the stories that he's doing. Same thing for Bob Nightingale, yeah. where he's tweeting, you know, he's got 4,500 tweets every month. Is he getting all this insider information from the Arizona Diamondback side? Uh, probably not. So I just found that to be interesting. And you did really well. You did way better than I did. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I had some good guesses. So. But I also, I feel like I did not do that great. That was no, the weirdest well. quiz. I feel like that's that might be one of your weirdest quizzes you've given me. It, it's, it's, just, it's very niche, right? So it's niche. It's very niche. So niche, but very in your niche. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. Yeah. Next week we will do the uh, the coffee orders from the entire 40-man roster of the Colorado Rockies. That one you actually you'll do very well with. Actually, I, I'm pretty well-versed. <laughs> <laughs> pretty well-versed. Uh that's fantastic. Susie, this is great. Tomorrow, let people know what time uh, your show's going down because I know those nuggets, they love uh, they love throwing you off your typical 5 o'clock. Yeah, daytime. yeah. the nuggets have ruined my uh, 5 o'clock show two weeks in a row. So actually, this show will be at 4 o'clock, um, okay. and everything is a surprise. We'll see who is a surprise guest. We will uh, – every topic is a surprise. It'll be it'll be a fun show though, leading right into FAC Friday Afternoon Club. Oh, that's fun. I'm gonna guess. Are you going to have because you always have topical guests on based on what's going on in the baseball world? Will you be having Globe Life Field on as one of your guests? If I get I will, it right, you gotta tell me. I will interview Globe Life Field. There you go. That's it. That's yes. it. I can't wait for uh for the graphics that get made announcing this so everybody knows to tune in at four o'clock tomorrow <laughs> of course that graphic will go on all social media platforms more than likely at dnvr underscore rocky you know i froze for a second but i'm just gonna say that you can follow me at the Susie hunter on all platforms I don't even know if it was you or if it was me but that's okay we you don't know we don't know who froze someone did but this, that, this sounds like a great time to wrap up the show, Patrick. I think it is. And this is a great time to remind people that despite the weird pop quizzes that we do here on this show and the momentum it typically gives us, um, you know what they say truly about momentum? What do they it, say? It's only as good as your next show. And it's going to be a good one because it's 4 p.m. on the DNVR Sports channel over on YouTube with Susie Hunter and special guest Globe Life Field.